Hello, welcome and thank you for joining our hair podcast where our hair is a crown and our gift. Come and join us on this journey of self-love and self-care. My name is Gladia, aka Gladia's Natural, and I will be your host. If you're new here, welcome. And please take a moment to watch all prior episodes as each one piggyback off of the other. And if you're a regular, thanks for listening in again. Please be sure to share and blast these posts with all your friends, family, and group pages. It is our word of the day. (laughs) Big Chop BC Process by which chemically relaxed hair ends are removed from the hair in one step, leaving only natural, unprocessed hair behind. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the last episode of the year. Oh my God, I can't believe we're here. First of all, I want to thank each and every one of you that has been a part of this journey with me um, for participating in your progress of developing your own natural hair journey. I am truly, truly excited and grateful to have spent some time with you guys to not only to teach, but to learn as well. You have forced me into a situation where I'm learning more about my hair. I'm teaching myself, you know, ways of of researching and ways of going more in depth. And that to me is a gift. And for those who have been with me from the beginning to now, oh my God, thank you. You are the real MVP. Give yourself a round of applause for sticking through, for saying that you're going to do something and doing it. That is a huge accomplishment. I know for me, a lot of times I say, oh, I'm going to do something. And I can definitely procrastinate or end up not doing it at all. So for you to have been with me this far, I, I admire you. And I'm, I'm so proud of you. So... I hope you take everything that we've learned throughout the year and put it all into application. The new year that is coming is no different than what we're leaving. It's just a new day. It's just a new phase, a new opportunity to be like, I'm going to do even better this time around. So don't take this as a goodbye or anything, but take this as a celebration because you get to look at a time frame and be like, oh, wow, look how much we've done and look how much you've accomplished and look how far you've come as well. And those are great attributes or great um, things to look at when you're looking at a certain time frame. It gives you time to reflect. It gives you time to understand how much more you want out of this or what your new goals or new accomplishments will be for the next time around. So I'm truly, truly excited. Guys, we're about to enter the new year 2021. And I hope that it is a much better lifestyle for all of us. Healthy, loving, um, nurturing, everything that that taught us in 
2020. I hope we take those things and, you know, and carry it on because we've learned a lot. We've put away some things. We've been in a lot of problems. A lot of us faced a lot of loss and change and transformation, but don't stop. Don't stop. Grow. Move forward. Take what you've learned. Make something beautiful out of it. That's the whole purpose. That's the whole purpose of everything that we do in life. It's just taking you to the next stage, to the next step. All right. So anyway, guys, without further ado, let's get into what this last episode of the year is going to be about. In episode 22, I spoke about the difference between shedding and breakage and I told you guys then that I was going to go a little bit further into giving you guys some more confidence and then from there to pick up from where we left off. So this episode is basically what we're going to be doing. So what we're going to be learning this time around is if your hair needs more moisture or if it needs more protein. Now we did talk about this um, in episode 17 and episode 20, which I'll leave the links below as well. You can go back to it and hear what we learn about um, moisturization and protein um, deficiencies. These two categories really is the cause for why we experience hair breakage. So if you have lack of moisturization, that's one type of breakage. And if you have Um, protein deficiency, that's another type of um, hair breakage. And when I say moisturization, what that also imply is that it's protein overload as well. So they can work hand in hand, but you can have low moisture, you can have protein overload, or you can have low protein. All these things are different types of hair breakage. And guys, I am also going to get be getting this information from the book, The Science of Black Hair Care. This That's the Comprehensive Guide to Textured Hair Care by Miss Audrey Davis of Asathi. And this time we're going to be on page 101 to 102, actually to 103. We're actually going to complete that whole chapter right there um, because it really summarizes everything that we need to know when it comes to the type of breakage. And then from there, next year, (laughs) or next week, really, we're going to get into the different breakage zones. Oh, yes. I know if you're like, what the frick is breakage zone? Then this is for you and for me, because I don't know. I don't know either. I couldn't believe that there were different zones and the ways to identify it. So we're going to learn all that together. But today, let us focus on finding your moisture. How, like, if your hair needs moisture, one, or if your hair needs more protein. So let's figure that out. So you open your book right now, grab it, and we're going to head on to page 101. And here is what Ms. Sivasathi says, Okay. Recognizing moisture deficiencies, low moisture hair breakage. So you need more moisture if your hair feels rough, hard, and tangly. Hair does not stretch much um, before breaking. All right. Low moisture hair care regimens are the most common source of breakage in black hair care. 
Hair that is not treated regularly with moisturizing, deep conditioning treatments, and hair that is cleansed less than once weekly with moisturizing product is a prime candidate for moisture deficiency breakage. Regimens that feature regular heat styling and daily products such as greases, pomades, alcohol-based hair gels, and holding sprays also tend to fall into this breakage category. Occasionally, the overuse of protein-based products such as hair repair and reconstruction, um, reconstructor treatments is to blame for low moisture hair breakage. This condition is often referred to as protein overload in the internet hair care circles. Because proteins bind very strongly to the hair's cuticles and cortex in an effort to strengthen the fiber, this form of hair, hair breakage can take the longest time to correct and bring under control. Protein binding is marked in extremely damaged, stressed, or porous hair. When there is too much protein working in a regimen, the bound protein must be freed from the cuticle by subsequent wettings and or washings. This process can take several wash cycles to complete. Hair that suffers from moisture deficiency breakage is super fragile, but looks and feels rough and tough. Hair in this condition is often stiff because without moisture, it lacks natural elasticity. Moisture deficient hair breaks easily and snaps most often into tiny short pieces. This form of breakage tends to produce an audible snapping or popping sound when it occurs. Hair suffering from protein overload and or low moisture also may take time to feel thoroughly wet when it is cleansed. All right. So now why is it breaking? Breakage from moisture deficiency occurs when hair is not receiving enough hydration on a daily or weekly basis. The hair's moisture level could be negatively affected by heat styling or chemical processes. For example, hair products may be largely, um, um, for example, so hair products may be largely lubricants and oils, which reduces the net moisture contribution through product usage or in a or in or an individual with this type of breakage may not be hydrating her hair often enough from within like water intake and without regular moisturizing deep conditioning or daily water-based moisturizer in relative terms the hair is receiving more conditioning and treatment from protein sources than from moisture sources Protein-rich products support the cuticle by filling up broken spaces and adding structure to the entire length of the hair strand. Unfortunately, cuticle repair can go into overdrive through overuse of products, resulting in an increased hair breakage. Adding too much structure to the hair fiber makes it rigid and reduces its elastic properties, leaving it brittle and prone to breakage. When you give your hair more protein than is needed to maintain a healthy balance, you will experience hair breakage from protein overload. I often hear from women who say, well, I don't use protein reconstructors. How could I be getting breakage from protein overload? The answer is, while you may not be doing protein treatments or using specific damage repair reconstructors, 
you may be using other products such as leave-in conditioners, gels, or moisturizers that are protein heavy relative to the moisturizing products in your regimen. Now, how much is too much protein? We are all different and our, our hair's protein needs will vary from individual to individual, from chemical relaxing, bleaching, and coloring. Some of us has lost more of the natural protein in our strands than others and therefore require personalized levels of protein replacement. Given the variance in protein needs across the board, there is no right or wrong amount of protein supplementation needed in the hair care regimen. You should always know how your hair feels after using your protein-rich products, whether these are moisturizers, leave-ins, or specific treatments. If you notice that your hair has become harder, more rigid, and less pliable, and that is subsequently begins breaking more easily, you need to alternate to a more moisturizing, less protein-heavy product regimen. This will increase the moisture levels in your hair and reinstate your hair's natural elasticity and moisture balance. Recognize protein deficiencies, which is low protein hair breakage. Low protein hair breakage tends to come more often from processes that actively destroy their natural hair, the hair's natural protein. Chemical processing, permanent coloring, excessive heat use, and severe sun damage. Then from simple overutilization of moisture-rich products. These processes cause damage to the hair cuticle that increases porosity. Therefore, the source of the dryness in this form of breakage is the hair's increased porosity and shoddy protein infrastructure, which encourages moisture to flow into the fiber but allows moisture to exit the fiber unopposed. A secondary cause of this form of low protein breakage is simply over conditioning the hair with moisturizing products or keeping the hair in a damp or wet state for long periods of time. In these situations, shoddy cuticle structure is again the instigator of hair breakage. Without solid protein backing and infrastructure, the hair's natural elasticity can kick into overdrive. Healthy hair will stretch because it has natural elastic properties, but stretching can damage textured hair, particularly in regions of the fiber where there is a little natural protein support. Research has shown that the naturally protein-free areas of the cuticle, the endocuticle and CMC portions of the cortex are most damaged by stretching. There is a point where stretch becomes too much for the hair to withstand and recognizing this threshold is very important for protecting against. Hey, have you recently chopped off your permed hair and you were excited to embrace your natural hair, but now you're dreading what to do next? 
Maybe you've been natural for quite some time and your hair is just not flourishing like you would imagine it to be because everything you've tried has not worked. Or could it be that your hair is growing but it's constantly dry and you can't seem to retain the proper amount of moisture? Listen, I've heard it all because I've been there too and it sucks because now all you really want to do after all this struggling is to slap back that creamy crack you once ran away from. Don't feel bad. You're not alone. Alone. This is why I came up with a solution. First, put back that creamy crack you're about to use again. And instead, I want you to pick up a copy of my ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Rocking That Natural Hair. That's right, I've created a simple seven step natural hair framework to help you to tackle those different stages in your natural hair journey. So, no more guessing. Our proven hair system has helped thousands of naturals like you to develop their own custom regimen so that they can ultimately reach their hair goals. And now you're about to be next. Download your copy today at www.bit.ly slash natural ebook and be well on your way to slaying that beautiful God-giving hair. Again, that's www.bit.ly slash n-a-t-u-r-e-l-l-e E-B-O-O-K. Happy slaying. Breakage. Hair typically breaks when stretched beyond roughly 25% of its natural length. The, The closer to the scalp the stretching occurs, the longer the hair will stretch before it breaks. The resistance to stretching higher up the shaft is because hair is generally healthiest when it first emerges from the scalp. Toward the ends of the hair, there is more damage and so less leeway for stretching before breakage will occur. This further underscores the point that ends should be handled gently with expert care. At the critical stretching point, the cuticle scares scales loosen from the cortex and the hair is irreparably damaged. Before protein deficiency breakage occurs, however, your hair will give off several warning signs. Hair will seem to go limp first and will stretch considerably in this weakened state prior to breaking. This is an indication that structural protein components of the hair are deficient and can't properly balance the elasticity level of the hair. Wow, guys, that was a mouthful, right? We just read this entire section from page 101 to page 103 on the different needs for your hair when it comes to moisturization, okay? You just want your hair to feel healthy. That's basically the whole goal. Like I said, episode 8, 17, and 20 really showed you how to level that out, okay? I showed you guys um, what products examples you can buy to get that hair feeling healthy again all right so let's go back to what miss audrey said okay if your hair feels rough hard and tangly hair does not stretch much before breaking this is the time when you know your hair needs moisture okay and i want you to be able to recognize that in your hair and she talked about something that um on how to reduce the protein overload, right? 
if your hair just is like, I wish I could show you guys a picture of my hair yesterday and what it looks like today. It's like night and day because I had my hair in twist for like a couple days and and I didn't use a lot of moisturization products in my hair at all. I don't even think I did use. I think it was just sprayed the water with a little bit of coconut oil on in the water. Um, that was pretty much it. And I twisted my hair after it being twisted uh, the week before. So my hair was definitely not as hydrated. And I felt the difference when I just grab my moisturizing product and I also grab my water those two and I didn't do much spraying I didn't do because I really wanted to um, not soak my hair because I'm using perm rods right now I just wanted for it to have life and let me tell you exactly what Miss Audrey stated in the book with regards to how your hair was sound or feel that's exactly how my hair felt and that's exactly what I was hearing the popping sound when it came to the dryness right you guys ever get your comb or your brush and you hear like you just hear your hair is like you know like a little firecracker you know and that's what my hair was doing so I knew it was really dry and I didn't want to overload it with water again simply because I wanted um to keep um when I put my perm rods in that they came out beautifully. Um, and so that's why I kept it a little, a little on the dry side, but the shine, the gloss, the bounce that is in my hair. Now you'd be like, Whoa, that can't be the same hair the other day. Okay. So analyze your hair when it comes to that. How does it feel? How does it sound? Those are telltale signs that it is lacking moisturization. If you're like me and you're okay with that, maybe that's a look that you're going for. And even if that's a look you're attempting, it's not technically a healthy um, process because what is inevitably going to happen is that you're going to have a lot of snapping and a lot of breakage. Now you can fix this. You can reverse that. All you need is to add some moisture to your hair. Once you do that, you should feel a difference. And again, doing that on occasion, basically listening to your hair when it needs it. Okay, so if you want to keep it moisturized, I would say every other day, take a look at your hair. How frizzy does it look? How dry does it look? The moment it looks like that, you know you need to grab your moisturizing product, maybe some um, your spray bottle, or both of them at the same time. Now, if the reason for your hair feeling so dry is because of protein overload. Now that's a whole nother subject because as she said, okay, as she said, um, when there is protein overload, I'm paraphrasing, when there is protein overload, what happened is now you need to get that out of your hair and that is going to take a couple of washes to attempt this. You're going to have to have your hair washed, um, for a couple weeks before you can unbind the protein from your hair fibers. It's basically locked in. 
So it's going to be dry a little bit longer. This is like, it's now like so in like damaged right now. And you want to handle that by getting it out your hair. My advice to you, just wash your hair like you normally do. Make sure you check your um, shampoo that there's no protein in there. Um, and then just rinse your hair out and twist your hair. Simple. Don't do anything else. And do that for like two, three weeks until you start to feel the elasticity to your hair again, the bounce, the shine, the lack of frizz. Those are telltale signs that your hair is regaining back its length, okay? Now, she also talked about having um, low-protein hair breakage, okay? And low-protein hair breakage is basically what it sounds like. You just need more protein, and for, again, I talk about 4C hair, 4C, 4Bs, 4As, these types of hair tend to need less protein because our hair structurally have more protein fibers, but that doesn't mean you need to eliminate protein in completely. You just need to add protein when it feels like it's necessary. And again, the signs are there. She explains to you what it looks like, okay? Um, what happened is it tends to come um, from the processes and, you know, from simple over-utilization of moisture-rich products, okay? Um, these processes cause damage to the hair cuticle that increase porosity, Okay, so your hair becomes more porous or over conditioning the hair with moisturizing products or keeping the hair in a damp or wet state for long periods of time. These are all telltale signs that you just need more protein. You need like your a little bit body uh, to the hair. Okay, and um, I've learned that with my own hair, aloe is one of the things I use when I feel that I I'm like my hair feels limp or whatever, like it has no life, um, but it's, it, it, it's super moisturized or whatever because I tend to moisturize my hair more since I'm more 4C. So whenever I start seeing the size, I just grab my aloe and do my treatment and I tell you, it's like night and day. I can't even describe to you what it looks like. It's, it's just your hair goes from this kind of spongy, but to now this strong, curly, heavenly curls that I'm like, seriously, like my hair can do this? That's crazy because it's not uh, um, something I was used to um, before being, even being, being natural. I never even thought my hair could be like that. So it almost resembles like three A's, three B's, even the three C's because the curls are so defined. And I love when I do that with my hair. So try out aloe, try out a protein rich product. If you feel that your hair is in that kind of state. So that's pretty much it. This is just like a recap of what we talked about already. Um, and I just wanted to kind of close out this section when it comes to figuring out because in the next upcoming episodes, we're going to get into zonings. We're going to get into what, how, how else can I identify? You're going to become a pro. 
you're going to be going to salons and be like, hey, you got a zone two or you got protein deficiency or protein overload. Like you're going to know these terms because you hear it more often. You're going to get familiar with them. So I need you to really educate yourself and then put it into application. Go to the mirror, look at your hair, ask these questions. Is my hair, you know, dry? Yes. Okay. How dry? Okay. It looks like I need some moisturization or it looks like it's because of protein overload. What kind of dryness? And then is it breaking? Is it snapping? Do you hear the popping sound? These are telltale signs for you to figure out what you need to do. So I'm like, okay, I hear popping sounds. I need more moisture. So I need a moisturizing based product, not with any protein in there. Is the protein overload? Mm, I need to check my product. Which of, which one of them am I using that has protein in it? Eliminate it for a couple of weeks and then restart um, the moisturizing process. Okay? You can restart the protein back when you feel your hair needs it. And when do your hair needs it? Now that the hair has an increased porosity, um, the... It, you've been over conditioning the hair, things like that. Now you're like, you know what? You've been leaving it for wet for long periods of time. It just don't, it feel lifeless. You need some protein. Get that protein product, protein rich product back and start applying it. Use it about a week to two weeks. Do like a deep, deep conditioning with it. And once the hair feels back in that healthy zone where your hair bounces back 50% of the way when you stretch it. It's not frizzy. Even if it's frizzy, just a little spray of water, twist it up and it's back to normal. Your hair is now in the healthy state. Okay. That's what you want your hair to do. Well, guys, this is it for this year's episode. I hope it really was helpful. Don't forget to put things into application. That's the most important thing you can do. Continue to analyze it here. Practice on your friends, on your family. Um, anyone who feels like they're interested in natural hair, even hair groups, people who have questions. Now that you're educated, pass it down to somebody else and pick out similarities or characteristics that may correlate with what we just talked about today. And then give them a solution. Tell them what they can use. You know what they can use. Find a product that has a protein or a pro product that need, that has the word moisture um, in there and then share it with them so that they can get their hair to the healthy state that they're looking for. So I'm excited. Um, I'm grateful for you for spending some time with me again this week. Next week, we're going to be on a whole new level and a whole new year. So until then, guys, may you have a blessed and happy new year a healthy one as well, prosperous one, and more importantly, one that was filled with love and joy. I love you, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening in to our hair podcast where self-love and self-care is our number one priority. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this post to your friends, family, and with your favorite hair groups. I look forward to you listening in again on our next post. Until next time, bye-bye. 
Hey guys, welcome to Gladia's Natural Podcast. I am so happy to be basically doing this podcast through Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to literally create a podcast like this one I'm creating. They give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right away from your phone or your computer. And then there are so many other great features like the creation tool, which allows you to record and edit your podcast. So it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And the best part about it all is that you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So I don't know about you, but that sealed the deal for me. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F like Frank, M like Mary. Have a great one. 